0: Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are or whenever you happen to watch this. I am Lina Orlando, and welcome to Wake Up Calls. Hello, David.
1: Hey, good morning, uh, or good afternoon, or good evening, Lina. It's (laughs) great to be here. Uh, I'm very excited. Um, You know, you and I were having a great little conversation before this all started, and I'm, I'm actually feeling pretty... Inspired right now by some of the things that you were saying why don't you why don't you just start us there and and share some of that because I think it was really really beautiful and I I hope people will will get the same out of it that I did
0: You know what you the the cool thing about doing these wake-up calls is really an opportunity for you and I to just have the kind of honest conversations that we have no holds bar we share just so openly and, and, and it's so beautiful. But the whole point about wake up calls was for us to, to share nuggets with people to help us understand that humanity is going through a, an awakening and wake up calls is how can we use everything as an opportunity to wake up? So what I was sharing with you and it really is that To to share with the audience in case people don't know me. I have been a teacher of spiritual principles since 2007 that that's about 13 14 years and The entire time that I have been teaching I have been doing so because I've been on a spiritual journey It has been my own spiritual awakening so I teach really what I'm learning And, and my teaching has evolved based on my own evolution But something has happened this year, specifically this year, 2020. Energetically, there's a lot of shifting going on for the planet, for us as, as physical beings, and for us as spiritual beings. And something that I have come to realize is the label spiritual is actually very confining. And not only is it confining, but I'm realizing that any Any thought system that we say this is it gives us the opportunity to become pretty judgmental from that place, whether it's a religious, spiritualized ego, a spiritualized ego, new thought ego. Um, It really is fascinating because right now, 2020 is a year of seeing more clearly. That's what 2020 is all about. Everything that needs to be looked at that blocks us from waking up and we'll talk a little bit more about what awakening is, what waking up means. But anything that stands in the way of waking up is an obstacle, it's a barrier we have to let it go. And spirituality stands in the way of waking up for many people. And now this is something you can find in lots of, of beautiful teachings, esoteric teachings. You can go back to to beautiful teachings from the Gita. I mean, there's so many I'm a student of the Course in Miracles, and it is clear you got to give up thinking you're a spiritual teacher. You thinking you're a spiritual person until there's no label left. That's when you come closer to knowing who you are. But anyhow, that awareness that I've got to let go of, and I want to. I'm I'm, I'm complete. I feel like I've, I've grown that now. It's time for me to let that go because, in many ways, it is a hindrance for what is happening to me now, I am realizing that the teachings that I share is information that changes people's lives, it helps people come to know the truth of who they are, find peace within, but more importantly, I think, cultivate a relationship with that which is real, that which transcends all of the human bullshit that we are in the midst of, of becoming aware of. And when you move down this path, that all you want to do is know the ultimate truth. For me, it's coming to know God, source, spirit, creator, whatever you want to call it. In alignment with that, there is a clear seeing. Again, 2020, clear vision that allows you to move out of, of fitting into boxes, fitting into groups, labels, and lets you see what's going on that is actually what we have to wake up from because it's the very thing that is causing all of the suffering in humanity.
1: Wow, (laughs) you said so much amazing, beautiful stuff in there, Lina, and uh, I resonate with all of it. So I just wanna thank you for that. I think the one nugget out of that, that really, really seems to be the most important is the idea of knowing who we really are the The idea that you know we we have all these things going on, we experience all these things in our physical body. We we have thoughts, we have roles, we do things. All this stuff happens for sure. So they're all just kind of little mini experiences along the path of our of our journey that really do not uh, define who we are. I've heard many people say that. You know who you are is the sum of all your experiences well that is just simply not true all of my experiences occur because of who i am that is true but my experiences don't define who i am and this is one of the things that you're talking about labels and the importance of, of noticing the the way we use labels very often when we see someone behave a certain way we don't say oh, that person behaves this way, we say that person is this way. Yeah. And, and I've seen this has not happened more in my lifetime than it has happened towards Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. When I, mm-hmm. when in, in 2000, I remember, look, at I have never been a terribly political person. I, really, I have I have mm-hmm. not been an activist. I have not done any of those things. My, like you, I think my purpose was first to figure out who I really am. And secondly, to help other people really recognize the truth of who they are. So politics really just didn't enter into the equation. Although politics is in a way an expression of who we as a collective choose to absolutely. be. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, yeah, so I, I avoided uh, uh, getting involved in politics because I, I thought uh, it's just, you know, it's just a bunch of people playing silly, silly games. And I, I believe that really, even including the time that uh, Barack Obama was in, was in office, But somewhere in the middle of his term, of his two terms, I should say, somewhere in the middle, I started noticing this shift. And it was just, maybe it was just a shift in my awareness. I'm sure it's been going on for a while, but a shift away from actually uh, serving the country and serving the people of the country towards serving the interests of a very small group of people with lots of money, and also the interests of politicians to to just get reelected. Maybe that's been going on for a long time and I just never noticed, but I certainly started to become aware of it during that time frame. So, I still hadn't reached the point where I was ready to vote for Donald Trump. I'll tell you that. I, I saw this guy show up on the scene and I thought, what the hell is this? Is this guy some kind of a joker? Is he a bozo? I mean, <laughs> notice I was that's the language I was using in my head. I was yeah. judging him without even knowing him. Yeah. And I think a lot of other people did the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And yet somehow, through the magic of whatever, he got elected. People saw something in him that caused them to vote for him. Yeah. And there were enough votes that put him into power. Then I watched as the entire left-wing media, I mean, basically everybody shifted all the way over to the left. And now, and, and, I, and I started watching as one hatred after another was leveled at him. Yeah. And I started wondering, wait a minute, how, how is this possible? How can one person, a high, a high, a high a person in high office for sure, but how can one person be so bad yeah. that he deserves this kind of treatment? And so I started looking into what what he actually said, what he actually did, and I discovered that very often, maybe not all the time, but very often, Mainstream media seemed to be taking sound bites out of what he said and focusing on those as if that was the entire content. In other words, taking yeah. stuff out of context and, and using that as uh, ammunition against him. And in some cases, I noticed that I couldn't find any justification for things that the media said. It seemed to be either untruth, deliberate or otherwise, but definitely not truthful stuff.
0: Yeah. Let let me catch up with you there because I, you know, being a spiritual person and a spiritual teacher, I pretty much stayed away from politics because I I had a judgment that I was too spiritual for that, oh. and and you know it's just part of of the the cultivating the spiritualized ego and and for whatever reason I I needed to not be focused on that I was really focused on too many other things especially at the time um, in my journey when I was dealing with a divorce, I was dealing with a a son that was uh, going through drug addiction for many years. I I didn't really have time for politics. Before that I had young kids, a marriage. I really did not, I I didn't have time for politics. I did vote and I have never been, um, I've been independent pretty much just about my entire life and I have voted all four parties actually. So I, I have, you know, one of my favorite ones was um, Ron Paul when he was running as a Libertarian. So I I really never consider myself one side or the other. But what began to happen for me, what began uh, to take, sorry about that, what began to happen. In 2016, you know, Trump starts running for office. And I thought, well, isn't that interesting that this business person wants to run for office? And I thought that was wonderful because I've always been a believer in true capitalism. I already got, because I'd already been studying things, for example, like there's an organization called Alec, A L E C K. And Alec's been around, I want to say from the 70s. And it, it is a group of, of uh, prominent businesses who pay their way to get legislation passed. So I was paying attention to that. I was understanding Citizens United. So I knew, all right, I'm not too focused on politics, but I'm seeing that there is something going on here. The the We the people are not getting a voice. Them the corporations are, something is off. Well, it wasn't until 2016 20 you know 2014 really when it started I, I began to get a little bit more active because at that point it was the last year my son was doing drugs I had just gotten divorced I was moving you know I was gonna live by myself for the first time in my life I thought I' better be a big girl and start paying attention to politics
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I began to listen to Bernie Sanders. And I began to pay attention to what he was saying and I was noticing so much of it matched my spiritual beliefs that all all of us are are deserving, that why should the 1% get more than the other 99? It began to activate inside of me a resonance with the truth that I have come to recognize is true about every single one of us. We are divine beings. Every single one of us, the awakening that is taking place is that we are waking up instead of playing that we're just these insignificant humans, we are waking up to the realization that we have been conditioned into believing that we are less than what we are. Correct. So, as I was going through my own awakening, and I'm paying attention to what's happening specifically with Bernie Sanders I, it, it was so clear, he, and I, I don't wanna get into um, it, the the right or the wrong of, of it, because I just wanna talk with him high level here, was that I realized that he was consistently for, I don't know, 40 years in politics, speaking to that every human deserves to be heard. You know, he marched with, he, he, he was with Martin Luther King Jr. He was for that movement of equality, there were a lot of things that he consistently stood for. So I'm thinking, okay, spiritually, I stand for every human being deserves to be, to, to be given every opportunity. I do, not, I do not in any way, shape, or form believe that anybody should be hit given handouts, except for when they, there's a, a time of need, and that should really be evaluated case by case, because every one of us is a creative being that wants to self-express. But when I began to pay attention to the message that he had about everybody deserved and all of a sudden he's being bashed, what do you mean? You want to turn this into a socialist country. You want to give everybody, you know, people are not going to work for their college education. You're going to give them free tuition, free um, medical. And that's when I began to, to go, wait a second. Why are we saying you're giving it all away to these people? When we spend billions of dollars killing people, we spend our military, the, the insanity of what we have been doing in the name of, you know, world peace. Something about that did not sit well. But here's a wonderful thing about when when I began to enter my spiritual journey, the one of the most important skills that I acquired. Was when I would get curious, and I, I, I realized I have to stay curious because if I enter into this is this is it, then I am going to be entering into the the side of my ego where I'm going to be defending uh, beliefs that I would have, and I was learning how to know what is what is the truth according to God, and what are human perspectives. What are things that humans can agree and disagree with, and, and you can be right about them if you want to, but then there's ultimate truth. So when I got to ultimate truth, and we are, we are all, all equal, and I realized for whatever reason, it had never dawned on me, it's the same thing that is in our constitution, that all men are created equal, endowed by their creator with the same inalienable rights, among them, the pursuit of life, liberty, and happiness. My spiritual journey was helping me realize that not only is life granted to us by our creator, but we are eternal beings. The uh, freedom, we, life, liberty, liberty to, to express yourself as God created you. And happiness, as a, as a student and teacher of The Course in Miracles, it is clear in The Course in Miracles that our purpose is to be happy. So I was paying attention to the Constitution and I'm paying attention to Course in Miracles and I'm listening to Bernie Sanders. And I began to realize, okay, this man, whether he is awake or not, conscious or not, it was irrelevant. He was speaking to a basic equality. And when I began to see all of the young people that were following him, because I have come to realize that the younger you are, the closer to truth you actually are. When I saw that many young people following him, I realized this man is a pipe piper. He is speaking a truth that we may not be ready for that truth, but he's speaking a truth that I need to pay attention to. And that kind of brought me to, to a place where I really began to delve into politics a little bit more because for the first time, He's the first candidate that I actually began to send money to and wanted to keep up with what he was saying and I was studying his platform and that caused me to study other platforms but I'll stop here because what I discovered next is what blew me away and made me an absolute um, convert in that my spirituality if I use it to block me from getting into politics is just another egoic way to keep me disengaged from being able to be a, a bringer of love and light to the planet.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm surprised you're not actually running for political <laughs> office. You have, you have a gift oh, of, of be, being able to share from your heart uh, things that I believe people need to hear. And I love that about you. And. Um, there are a few things that you said that you know, I, I completely resonate with. One thing I do kind of disagree with, I don't believe that we are created equal. I do believe, and, and, and here's why, uh, we can see just looking at each other that there are differences. And therefore, we cannot possibly be equal. Oh,
0: that's however, I,
1: however I do believe that we all have equal rights under the law. And that we all should, if we don't already, we should have equal opportunity. Every single human being, regardless of, of age, color, race, creed, gender, sex, any of that stuff, we should all have the same rights and the same opportunities. That I 100% agree with. And I will, I will actually, I believe that that is, is what the, the founders of the uh, United States meant when they were talking about we hold these truths to be uh, self-evident that all men are equal. I believe that's what they meant by that in and, any event.
0: Yeah, but let, let, me, let me talk about my equality. So uh, as one who has come to the place of, of realizing what our truth is, it is the same for everybody. So when I use the word equal, every one of us is made of the exact same consciousness. We are made of, with the exact same materials, the yeah,
1: same uh, inclusion. Sure. I agree with that, and that's where I was actually going. I, okay. so from I that totally way, agree with that. Yeah, okay. we, we, we are all... all merely expressions, points mm-hmm. of expression, points of yeah. attention, if you like, on the same spectrum of universal consciousness. That I agree with. We're yeah. not in disagreement there. Okay. I just, but that, but
0: that's important that we clarify this whole okay. equal because for me, the equality that I subscribe to is the equality that is given to us by God. And to me, that is the ultimate place of where I see somebody's inherent worth is in, in the fact that God created each and every one of us because God found each of us to be worthy of being created so from that place, you cannot get any higher in value in worth than that. But that's right. not how we see it as humans. Right. So so to me, that's the equality that cannot be taken away by anybody.
1: Because yeah, I, agree. I agree. and you mentioned about value, and that's a very important point, too. This, this very fact that we all emanate from the same connected to the same level of conscious, and therefore connected to each other even though we may not experience that on our physical level that means that there are no there is no life form or energy form anywhere in the universe that is any more or less important than any other they all share the same value everything shares the same value and so when we come into this earth to do whatever it is we have chosen to do to bring our purpose here, that is just as important as anybody else's purpose. Even if, from my ego perspective, I I don't happen to like what you're doing.
0: Yes, and and that is something that uh, was being activated in me when I was paying attention to Bernie because I was more interested in what the young people were saying. Because the movement that he sparked was a movement in so many 16, 17, 18-year-olds, many that were not even old enough to vote. But the movement was a a speaking up, a recognition of our inherent value. Nobody should be given uh, special privileges over anybody else, period. That should not be happening. So... it being in, interested in politics all of a sudden. So here I am, spiritual, interested in politics, and I'm observing Trump and Hillary. One of the things that I began to recognize is that Trump definitely was bringing a level of business acumen that I thought was good. I mean, yeah, we should have a business person running the country. And, you know, this is a business. So I thought, OK, this is this is good stuff. And I then began to pay attention to Hillary and I began to dig into her, her past, dig into the associations that um, uh, she had had. I just became more aware of uh, Obama. And what was fascinating is as I began to delve into those things, I began to realize how little I knew ab- about her, how little I knew about Obama. Uh, all I knew was surface information that mainstream media was feeding me. Yep. I, I, I did not peek be- below the veil there. <laughs> so as, as Bernie continued to progress and his numbers kept growing in, in 2016, and it it almost looked like this man's gonna win the nomination. And then things began to happen in, in the primaries where the, the exit polls showed that he, he had more people, but yet Hillary got the, the numbers something became not okay with me so the it something was fishy so I began to pay attention to those Bernie followers who were reporting on those things not not the mainstream media and I began to see oh my goodness this system is rigged that's when everything was shown with um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz and then they brought in Donna Brazil and eventually you know, the the nomination goes to Hillary, and so many things began to come out. Of course, we had the WikiLeaks going on. I, that year, I had no idea I was gonna be paying attention to politics. I'm a spiritual teacher. (laughs) I should not be paying attention to politics, but the bug bit me. I had to pay attention. And when, when Trump, not Trump, when Bernie was, by all accounts, especially as as stated by Donna Brazile who was part of the DNC who was the the person in charge of the 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 convention that he basically was cheated something something happened to me i noticed that so many who were supporting um that political party hillary clinton It's almost as if they did not notice, they would not even believe that she had cheated. That was not acceptable. Anybody who talked about her cheating, even Donna Brazil um, was basically, we we were talking about that not being true, that being made up. And I thought, how curious is this? With the information in front of us, we believe whatever we wanna believe. And it became really clear to me that the media was very divided. There there was a clear bias on one side and a clear bias on the other. So the moment that I realized that Hillary was getting the nomination, although to me it was not earned, I could not support, I don't care if she's a woman, I could not support somebody who cheated their way to the nomination. I just simply couldn't do that because that's part Mm -hmm. of what my, my spiritual journey has brought me to a place of transparency and integrity. You know, being impeccable with my word is, is something that I picked up from Don Miguel Reese's Four Agreements. Right. I could not vote for a cheater and tell my children, hey, guess what? I voted for the first female uh, president. By the way, she's a cheat and a liar. I couldn't do that. So right. I voted for the first female president that I wanted to vote for, and I voted for Jill Stein with the Green Party.
1: Interesting. I voted for Jill Stein too. <laughs> interesting.
0: Interesting because well, I you know did not. I,
1: you, there, there's lots of great stuff here, but I, you know, you, you talk about this uh, transition from Bernie to Hillary that happened in the in the run up to the 2016 election. But isn't it interesting that in the run up to the 2020 election, Bernie again was in exactly. the lead, and then suddenly somewhere along the way, it all just kind of fell apart, and now we have. Joe Biden as the presumptive candidate, a man who apparently has difficulty putting two consecutive sentences together. I mean, it's really, really bad. And and what I can say from this, it just leads me to believe that the only reason a party would put this kind of person up front as their candidate is because they know damn well that somebody else is gonna be running the show. Somebody (laughs) behind the scenes is gonna be running the show. Yeah. So this is what we're facing right now. And it's this this kind of party politics that's been going on for years. Now, you obviously started to get more involved in politics earlier than I did. I really didn't pay too much attention to the details. I mean, I already had some suspicions about Hillary Clinton, and I knew I was never going to vote for her. And I, I really couldn't bring myself to vote for Donald Trump either. I hadn't gotten mm-hmm. to that point. And really, for me... It was a toss-up between Gary Johnson and Jill Stein. I looked at those two candidates, and I I wanted to vote for Gary Johnson, but I just, I didn't feel his energy the way I felt Jill Stein's energy. So I ended up voting for her. Anyway, so you and I are, we're following almost the same pattern, it seems. I mean, I, I had the same idea that being a spiritual teacher, being someone who wants to help people grow into their best possible lives, getting involved in politics, kind of, painted me in a different light. I had this judgment of myself. If I become political, then people are going to start polarizing for and against me and all the rest of that. And that's not what I want. I want to, I want to be all inclusive. You know, I want to be supportive of everybody. And yet I realize there's a bigger picture here, much, yeah. much bigger than just you or me. Yeah. In fact, it's even bigger than the whole human race. It's a well, big, yeah. big picture.
0: It is a big picture and I had to get my head out of my spiritual ass and get really clear about the fact that as a citizen on this planet, (laughs) as a citizen on this planet, to to believe that, that we are supposed to be segregated into areas was a construct in my own mind. Now, I'm not saying that every single person who is into spirituality needs to go ahead and get politically involved. But I'll tell you what, if you are called to participate, follow that calling and the calling was coming, has been coming very strong for me. What really clinched it for me in my conversion to supporting Donald Trump is that when it became really clear that the DNC did the exact same thing to Bernie this year as they did, uh, or I can't even remember when it was, In this election, the same thing that they've done uh, in the past, I began to study the history of these political parties. And I'll tell you what, David, I was so ignorant, so ignorant about our political parties. Mm -hmm. I had no idea, um, and I consider myself a pretty, pretty intelligent person. But I had, if if I was to get a grade for politics, I was a D minus and I'm only giving myself a D minus instead of an F because I voted. But I was still voting with very little understanding of the corruption in, in our government, of the fact that we really don't have um, a, a real true constitutional government that is operating here. So when I began to look into what Trump was standing for, I was blown away, blown away. But you have to dig. You can't just go by sound bites. Exactly. I, I have spent countless, I mean, it's going on a couple of years of, of doing a lot of serious research, but delving into Donald Trump for about a year now. And I have been blown away, like you were saying, the sound bites that are given to us through the mainstream media, specifically more the the left media, is so distorting of what actually is happening that it blows me away when I'll post something about Trump and I've got people attacking my posts. And based on what they say, I know that they don't know what they're talking about exactly. but I am not in I am not interested in defending my position with anybody. I am not interested in correcting anybody else either because there is a correction that is coming. We are not going to be able to escape what is coming because the awakening that humanity is in the midst of and it's not just our country, it's the whole planet is precisely to highlight the mismanagement of governments around the world, not just governments. There's, it's really a three-pronged approach. It's government, it's religion, and it's money. So yeah. we've got banking, we've got politics, and we've got religion, the three of those in bed and, and so intertwined in an incestuous way that when you begin to pay, when I began to pay attention to what that that trinity you know the unholy trinity in my my opinion what they have been doing for thousands of years there were many times it just touches me now many times i was in tears for the suffering inflicted upon humanity by our governments yeah. that today today some of the most atrocious atrocious crimes are being committed by our very own governments, funded by our very own banks, supported by our very own religious institutions. I, I knew, no, this is not about politics for me anymore. This is about my love for humanity. I cannot, with the awareness that I have, not participate in the very least in educating myself because I cannot continue to support and fund people who are deliberately entering into into high high places, into um, positions with so much power and deliberately entering in there to totally and completely bamboozle the people. We're waking up from our ego. We need to wake up from the government because to me, the ego is the government, that external projection. We've given power to something that tells us what to do. That's our ego mind, it's a voice in our head. We've given power to this this entity called the government and it does not have our best interest at hand as our ego does not have our best interest at hand. That changed my life completely. And actually in some ways it gave me a greater sense of purpose with with my connection with spirit. As a spiritual being, I now know the importance of being vigilant about who is running the world because who's running the world affects every single aspect of our lives. And most of us are really clueless to that.
1: Well, you've again, brought in a whole bunch of stuff into the conversation that, I mean, this could lead to another four, five, six hours of conversation easily.
0: Let's do it. (laughs)
1: Oh, I'm open to doing it, by the way. But uh, I doubt if people want to pay attention for that long right now. Anyway, my, my, I want to talk about this unholy alliance that, you were, that, you were, that you've been talking about. The moment you start mentioning these, you know, the, the religion, the, the banks, the, and the gover- governance, if you like, uh, happening at a world level, immediately people go to, oh, conspiracy theory. Here we go. Conspiracy yeah, yeah. theory. So you're immediately dismissed for having even brought up the subject. And yeah. the, the fact of the matter is, as you said, most people don't even know one-tenth of one one-thousandth of a percent of the truth no. of the world. No, and you no. will never know it by watching TV or listening to anything in the newspaper. You have to do your own digging. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, <laughs> digging, what, what I have discovered is when I, when I find one thread to follow, It always goes out for a while and then splits into three or four or five more threads. Then I follow, try to follow those and they split even further. But what's interesting as I do this is that the same names keep showing up across the board. Yeah, The same families keep showing up across the board. The same organizations keep showing up across the board and the same theme showing up across the board. And so I post this stuff on my Facebook page. And like you, I get people attacking me. Now, the difference between you and me is you choose not to engage. I, on the other hand, I take their, their argument as a desire for more information. I say, okay, I understand that you don't buy it. Check this out. Check this out. Check this out. Most people won't even take the time to go look at any of the sources that I provide. And that's fine. I mean, if that's what they choose to do, people can and do choose to remain willfully ignorant. Mm-hmm. And I believe well, part of the spiritual journey, as you have said, is to understand, okay, I am being will- willfully ignorant here. It's time for me to rip these blinders off and let my ego step aside so I can tr- truthfully and honestly go where these threads lead me. And even if they they lead me to a dark place that has some very unpleasant facts to reveal to me. I have to be brave and courageous and do it anyway so that I can bring this information to the rest of the world. And I know you're doing that. That's what I'm trying to do. So God bless us both.
0: <laughs> yes. And the, you know, the reason I don't engage with people anymore. Well, I, I do and I don't. So on my regular social media page, I don't engage, don't really engage. Uh, but as you know, because you're part of it, I have a group for those who are curious, who really be, wanna become masters of their own reality, who want to become masters of, of participating in the creation of the new earth that we're moving towards. And that group is curious and a few have come in there, they it didn't jive with them and they left and that was wonderful, there was never anything contentious. But it is crucial for our freedom because you cannot have freedom without a total and complete awareness of what's going on. And a
1: total and complete freedom to share what's going on.
0: Yes, yes. Well and that's a whole different subject because you know there are so many things now that are being censored yeah. But but getting back to, to Donald Trump, so we can kind of keep this conversation a little bit more cohesive, because you're right, we we have quite a few topics that we can play with from here. But when I began to do my research on Donald Trump, it is clear to me, the man is like just about any other human being, and I yeah. not, not everyone, but just about any other human being, who with money, with looks, with uh, power, yes, he definitely has taken advantage of those positions and done some unsavory things. But when I look at politicians, which which ones haven't? Very few have a perfect record. And I know friends of mine that are not politicians, people that I love, and they have unsavory records. Hell, yep. I have an unsavory record. I do too. I, start, I do too. Like, talking about the things Lina did, yep. I would have to pull them up and and say some of the things that I did wouldn't be too far off of taking advantage of, of my position, taking advantage of, of you know being a woman or whatever. So this is where I love the teachings of Jesus. Who among us... Uh, you know is without sin to cast the first stone on on Donald Trump. Exactly. So for all my spiritual friends, you know, it's like okay, if you're spiritual, why are we casting so many stones upon this man? We've got logs in our own eyes. So if we would just acknowledge, hey, people commit do things. We all have an opportunity. We're here on planet Earth is this is a school. That that's why we're here. So Then let's put aside the personal stuff. Let's get down to the business side of things. Because I have discovered that the mainstream media in cahoots with both parties, because here's the thing about Donald Trump for me, Donald Trump does not represent the Republican Party. To me, Donald Trump represents a group of people that is interested in correcting the, the corruption that is in our government. So for me, I have seen where there is, he has highlighted Republicans and Democrats that participate in corruption, that is part of the swamp that he wants to drain. So once that became clear to me that he wasn't just siding with one group, I I thought, okay, this, this makes even more sense for me. And in entering into my research, it is so evidently clear that the group that wanted Hillary Clinton to win, that now is so invested in, in um, Biden uh, being the nominee, they have so much to lose. The, the system has been stacked in their favor for a very long time. I'm talking decades, Absolutely. decades mm-hmm. stacked in their favor. But here's the thing. The system is completely against the average well, the American person, not even average American person, the American person that is not involved at the highest level of politics and at the highest corporate levels, that they are literally the ones that are funding the stacking of, of you know the system.
1: Correct. The
0: average person, my my average brother sister has no clue that they are participating in a system that as they vote for it, they're literally voting for their own demise. Yeah. When I began to see that, I thought this is exactly what our ego mind does to us. In our mind, we think we're making the best decisions for ourselves when we are angry, when we are mad, when we're jealous, when we are um lying, we really think we're doing the best thing, never realizing that internally, we have a virus, we have a corrupt system, that's what our ego is, telling us stuff that it feels believable, because it's in our head. And because Mm -hmm. it's in our head, we don't doubt it, we don't question it. Well, the government has done the same thing through, through mainstream media, systematically programming the, why do they call it Program television is called programming.
1: (laughs) Exactly. They're
0: programming our mind. Oh, thank you for your sweet comments. Chris, I appreciate that. that. Um, But we have been systematically conditioned to believe a narrative that the average person for two reasons, one ignorance and ignorance makes us lazy, but the other one is fear. We are too afraid to look to see possibly what's going on. But when we are willing to peel back the curtain and we are willing to do the kind of research that is necessary to really educate ourselves, we are going to go through those steps that everybody goes through when when we experience grief. The first one is denial. We are not going to, I couldn't believe what I was discovering. And after being in total denial, that cannot possibly be. What? People have voted? Obama did this? Hillary did this? Bill did this? Bush did this? Bush papa did this? What? They participated in these things? I went through a period of being really pissed off. First my denial and then my pissed off. And then I had to process that. That's where my spiritual journey, my spiritual practice gave me the tools to realize you know what? We all come to this planet and we all forget our divinity. We all fall under the illusion of thinking we're separate. We all fall under this idea that we need to get our, our knowledge, our, our intelligence from other people. We got to go get educated. We got to get it from the outside. And in, in playing that game, got totally, completely bamboozled like the rest of us to disconnect from my intuitive truth within.
1: Yeah, th- this is—it's amazing where our conversations go. I, I love—I love the the breadth, of the yeah, the breadth and the depth of it. It's pretty amazing, and I agree with you. I think that what we have seen over the last—I don't know how many years—it's been a long time uh, in in development. And you say decades; it—it's probably getting close to a hundred years now. I think uh, maybe even a little bit longer. That. Our party system has become more and more and more and more divisive. And I think that what we haven't really uh, come to admit yet is that the Democratic Party in particular has been, I think, hijacked, hijacked by very, very dark forces. People who are uh, actually almost Marxist communists in their in their nature, in the kind of things that they're trying to bring forth in this country. One after another, our freedoms are being eroded away. They're, they're, it's just happening over and over and over again. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying that the Republican Party is not being infiltrated as well. Oh, totally. They are. However, totally. they haven't been infiltrated to the same degree, at least not yet, because people like Donald Trump have come along and have said no. And that's one of the things that, I, that has led me to, uh, to support him. In agree, in, I, I totally agree with everything you've said about him. I mean, he's a man, he has he has done some very, very questionable things, some embarrassing things, and maybe even, I don't know if he's done anything illegal, that I can't say for sure, because I just don't know enough about him.
0: You know what, I wouldn't put it past him. However, yeah, I am putting those things aside again, because I, I cannot be pointing at the speck in his eye, because I've got a log in my own. Exactly,
1: exactly. I've done That's some important. illegal things too. And, and, and the other thing is, it doesn't really matter to me what he has done in the past. What matters to me is how he speaks about America and about the whole concept of America and and the heritage and the history and how it's time for us as human beings to recognize that every single human being in this country and in the world has exactly the same rights, has exactly the same opportunities. He is interested. I believe one of the things that he plans to do is reversing the act of 1871, which actually hijacked the Constitution and turned it into a completely different document. Most people aren't even aware of that. There are two constitutions now in America. The one from 1776, which is the one I support, and I'm sure the one you support as well. And then the one from 1871 that was rewritten to effectively turn the United States of America into a corporation. It used to be constitution for the United States of America. And now it is the constitution of the United States of America. It is a very different document. It's had a number of its, its phrases changed. And I think one of the things Donald Trump wants to do is Cancel that that thing and get us back to the Constitution of 1776, wow. which is extremely, extremely, extremely important. I can't tell you how important that is.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, there are so many things uh, that I have been discovering that I had no idea. But our, you know, the corruption in our political system, the corruption in our judicial system, the it is so mind boggling. Not only that, when I began to learn about the different um, organizations, for example, like the FBI, the CIA, these all the, the, al- all the alphabet or, uh, agencies, when I began to understand not only why were they created, how they were created, who created them, what they get away with, who they're not accountable to, understanding about the Federal Reserve, realizing how absolutely on the edge on the edge of losing our freedoms Americans are with without any any awareness it it helped me really understand I think the only reason I can understand the politics now is, as I do is because I have the awareness of how our ego mind works exactly. as we then so without. So I do not blame a single person. I do not stand here to judge anybody. I'm not interested in judging anybody, p- placing blame. That's why I don't engage in conversations with people who start you know, saying whatever they wanna say about anything that I might post that is political on my page. Because to engage with somebody who is unaware of what is happening is, a waste of time. I am not going to do that because I rather honor their divinity. I rather honor the being that they are and just thank them for sharing whatever it is that they're sharing. Because one of the beautiful things about truth is that it always comes out. One of the amazing things that is going to happen that is happening now is there is such a powerful movement of people who are wanting to get the truth out because now we're seeing how not just the mainstream media is biased but now we've got the social media that has made all of their money with our content has the only reason any one of these uh you know Facebook or or Twitter the only reason they have any money is because they sell us and then we we have things that we believe and they they take away you know, the censoring that is taking place is indicative of how fearful they are. So for me, as I'm watching the one side take away information that helps the those who are primarily, I'm going to say primarily Trump supporters who are wanting to bring truth out into the open, they are being censored, whether it's about COVID, whether it's about it doesn't matter what it is things are being censored that would help wake people up. When things are being censored, to me I go, all right, there's some truth here that somebody doesn't want somebody else to see. Oh, thank you so much, Cindy. Um and that lets me know that somebody's going to come and say, well, you know, that that's fake. They they censor it because it's not true. When somebody tells me that something got censored because it's not true, I really, truly realize they have no idea what they're talking about.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: And yep. to go around in circles with somebody who wants to be right more than they want to be free, I have no time for that, no interest for that whatsoever.
1: Because well, you know that what, I want to address are, that a little bit because I, I totally support you in that, in that choice. That's, that's your path, and I honor you for that. And I completely understand where you're coming from. And I also want to say that for me personally, it's kind of like I feel sometimes as if I'm caught in a burning building. And I'm trying to get out of this building, but I also feel a responsibility to get as many of the people who are still asleep in this building to wake up as I can before I actually leave. That's kind of how I'm feeling about it. So if, if somebody is, you know, really struggling to wake up, sometimes I might have to shake them a little bit. So I feel I feel that, okay, I, I'm going to choose to do that, and you can choose your path, and I believe that they're both valid paths, and they both will do something. And I've had other people argue with me in this way, too. We have to let people wake up in their own way, and I say, okay, you can do that if you like. I am choosing to do it this way. and. I want to honor both paths because I think it's very, very important. Um, as, as, I, as you and I have both said, and I'm sure that you will agree with this, there is we, we say there are many paths to God. I actually believe there's only one path to God, and that's the path that I am on. Your path is also the one path to God. For yeah. each of us, there is one path to God. But collectively, when you look at all the different people, it appears that there are multiple paths to God. And ultimately, we're all going to get there, one way or another. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we get there by understanding the truth of who we are and recognizing our connection and our oneness with one another, and being able to just live and love together. That—that's—that's that's what I'm hoping for. However, sometimes we have to. Maybe I don't like the word outrage because that implies anger, and it may not be anger. It just may be something. You know, it. it, it it's deep love coming out in a, in, a, in a loud way that says, look, people, wake up. Come on. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and I love that about you uh, because you will engage in those conversations. And I see that on your page. And, and when I see that you get all riled up in, in those conversations, <laughs> it, it is I, I, just, I just send some extra love your way. Um, and, Terry, thank you so much for your sweet words. Yes, we, we, you know I'm passionate about all this stuff. Um, freedom of speech, that that's so important. It is. Um, and But for me, I, I put enough information out there that um, if they want to look into it, they will. I am just not engaging in it because right. I'm yeah. deliberately engaging with those who are interested. What is going to happen that is inevitable is that so much of what has been talked about for decades, has been labeled conspiracy theory, that stuff is coming out. It is already coming out. I mean, it, some of it is already out there. It's not, none of this is a secret. That's <laughs> none right. of it is a secret. The fact that actually more of us are discovering it is why so much is being censored because the minute one video, that's a, the power of social media, the minute one video is shared amongst a few of us, just in our group alone, a couple people share it and boom, it's gone. If you multiply that times the millions of people around the, the world who are searching for truth, it, it, it's, it's happening. Yeah. So the truth is gonna come out, it always does. The question is how long do we wanna suffer? That, that's it. I, to me, everything is very simple. Truth is true. Always is there, always available, but our free will allows us to block it. Our free will allows us to deny the truth, but the truth is always there, waiting for us to be ready. And when we're ready, you know what? We can receive it. If we're not ready, no big deal. We have more lifetimes. This is this this thing is going to keep going. But, but let's, uh, let's address something that I think is, is really interesting for me, not only interesting, but very important, especially for those who have more of a spiritual bent on things. Let's talk about the spiritual um, battle that is taking place. Tell me from your perspective, what is it that you are believing is, is the spiritual battle that implicates politics too?
1: It's funny. I don't think of it so much as a battle. Um, I think when you we talk about spiritual awakening, then the only real battle is between my ego and my and my soul. That's the only real battle, and and I it's up to me to decide what is more important, the the ego or or the soul. And um, it's I think when when it appears to be a battle is when my ego is 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 competing with my soul, and oh, thank you, Isabel. I appreciate your yeah. We'll read
0: that. We'll read that after you finish your your yeah.
1: thought. So, so the it appears that a lot of people are going through this this challenge right now of, of of bringing their soul back into the into the into the mix and becoming clear and and understanding the deep truth, the deepest truth of who they really are, and that's a that's a challenging thing for people to to recognize and to understand. Yeah. Oh, you mean I'm not this body? I'm not these thoughts? I'm not this belief system? I'm a, I'm not this role that I play? No, you're not. You're just an ex- you're doing those things because of who you are, but not they don't represent who you are. And that's the thing that we all have to understand. And to me, that's really the only battle. And when a whole bunch of people are all doing it at the same time, it may appear that we're at odds with each other, but I think in the long run we're all seeking the same thing. That's
0: what I believe. Yes, and and I agree with you on on that battle as well. Um, it it is the same thing. Let me just give a quick little shout out. So, you know, Crystal, thank you so much for um talking about us, sharing common sense, uh and, and our wonderful truths. And Cindy, thank you for saying great show and Terry. Um, yes, girl, glad to be a part of the awakening. Shame on those social media platforms for trying to stop our freedom of speech, totally, and Isabel. Um, I feel like the, uh, the current political situation is a great reflection of how trapped most people are within themselves. What can't be recognized within peace freedom um, is being expanded within the physical and expressed as the opposite of what we all yearn for. Absolutely. Beautiful. So, so what you are saying that battle to me that we, I believe that we have to acknowledge it as a battle. You know, and th- this is what the Bhagavad Gita, written four thousand years ago, is all about—a a, a battle. It's a battleground, but it's a battleground of of our soul and our ego. It's a battleground between God and and the denial of God. So it's a battleground between where there's a battle between light and dark, and we could call it truth and illusion, truth and lies. Yeah, really? So today we are in the midst of the most important battle. And the reason I call it the most important battle is because we have the most at stake. Humanity is, if if you look at each individual person, every single one of us systematically over the lifetimes, let's just talk about this lifetime, has been conditioned to believe that we are less than what we are. Our minds have been dumbed down. Our bodies have been polluted. Our air has been totally completely, uh, you know, polluted, our water has been polluted, our food has been polluted.
1: Absolutely. So mm-hmm.
0: there has been a systematic, uh, I'm going to say plan, because you can find this, you can go into so many areas and see where these things have been plotted and planned. These things didn't just Pop up one day, somebody no, decided. Right. Yeah. Let me start a GMO plant. These are things that have been cultivated. They've been planned. If you look at at Project Paperclip, you can go back into the 19th, you know, right after World War II, and see that we hired some of these chemists that operate that Nazi chemists to to work on on um, chemicals for for this country. So we have been systematically playing God um, for profits and for control. So yep. when, when you have people who are, I know you were going to say something, hold that thought,
1: but <laughs> I was just going to say, follow the money. That's all you ever have. Totally,
0: totally. totally. Yep. So systematically we have been dumbed down systematically. We have been made sick and the average person does not understand that their life is in peril but here's the beautiful thing about the spiritual journey for me. I know I'm eternal. Mm-hmm. So I have no fear about death. If if death is going to come because you know my body's going to get polluted by GMO, well, so be it. I, I know I'm I'm eternal. So I do not operate at the level of fear that the average person does.
1: Right.
0: However, when we begin to claim our power, when we begin to recognize that we are sovereign beings. We are created by an infinitely powerful creative source. The only reason there is suffering on the planet is because some think that they're better than others. Some think that they deserve more than others. But those who have settled for very little, those who are willing to, to judge people for conspiracy theories, those who are willing to sit back and wait for the government to hand you something, those who are willing to take a vaccine that's not been tested to take a vaccine from a, a company that we know is all for profit. Those who want somebody else to take care of them are being marched little by little to the slaughter there and they know. have no idea, no idea. What do they call them, the sheeples? And I totally get that because we, we are people who are being literally marched to the slaughter. for the convenience of a handful of people who are so disconnected from the truth of who they are, who are so disconnected from the goodness inside of them, they cannot see and honor the goodness in another. So we are in the middle of a massive battle and the battle is for sovereignty within your own self, because once you become sovereign, once you begin to love yourself enough to, to own that you deserve, Clean water, you deserve clean air, you deserve healthy food, you deserve transparency in government, you deserve the people that work for you to work for you, not against you, yeah, yeah, to represent yeah. you, not put obstacles in your way. But until we learn to love ourselves enough to wake up from this insanity, it's easier to throw stones and blame another person. I'm okay. I, I fortunately have gone through this spiritual journey to the place on the other side that I don't care what anybody thinks about me exactly. because mm-hmm. at the end of the game, all of this is a game. This is a movement of energy. Energy is expressing itself through us individually, and we might kill each other. We might hurt each other and pollute each other, but we can't get rid of the universe God created. We can't get rid of this planet. We can get it dirty, but we cannot get rid of it. So here's the option. Wake up and let's play nice and share in the bounty or continue to think that you are better than, lesser than. Because if you need the government to protect you, you don't realize how powerful you are and you're willing to sell your soul. But here's the thing. You're not just selling your soul. You're selling your children's soul. Your grandchildren's soul. You are setting up the planet for what you're going to incarnate into. That is why it's so important for us to understand the eternalness of who we are. Because I am participating in creating a planet that I'm going to incarnate into. But I'm going to leave it better for my children and my grandchildren in the process. So let, let's wrap it up, baby, because I know we we could talk forever.
1: Well, I, I, you know, there is a lot there that, uh, you know, that you've said, and I agree with most of it. I, um, it seems to me that we are at a nexus point right now. We are, well, not quite. I mean, I think the nexus point happens on election day, but that's where it is. We have a choice. Excuse me. We have a choice before us. We can vote for uh, we can vote for anybody we want to, but ultimately it's going to boil down to a choice between one party or the other party. If we vote for one party, particularly the Democratic Party, we're going to see more of the same. And eventually, I believe in my my heart and my heart says we are going to see basically the complete dilution of freedoms and eventually the complete control and totalitarian overrun of human beings. Yeah in the US, which is just the start of the movement towards global uh, totalitarian slavery. Alternatively, we can vote for the Republicans. Now, I'm not gonna tell you that that's, that's gonna stop the other onslaught 100%. But one thing I believe it will do is it will give us four years to at least slow the process down and possibly turn it around completely. But the only way this is going to happen is if people wake up and understand that our our entire way of life hangs in the balance. Now, as, as you've said, Lina, in the long run, it's not going to matter because I believe that I am eternal, just as you do. In the long run, okay, so let's suppose that there's a, a whole nuclear holocaust that happens tomorrow and we're all wiped out. All right. Yeah. That's the end of this particular experiment and this experience, but it is not the end of me. It is not the end of you. No. No. So we, in in the grand scheme of things, how we choose is irrelevant in the grand scheme. The question is, how do you want to live out the rest of this life? That's the question. Yeah. And I think and that's the decision to? that we have to make.
0: Yeah, but we came for this experience. We, we- came out of eternity to have a temporary experience. We came here to live out what it, what does it look like exactly. to be a human? Mm-hmm. And as a human, we have two choices. We play nice or we don't. And right now we are at, at a point where we have to make a choice. And you know, when I think about, so I I'm not gonna vote Republican party line because I'm, I'm watching some Democrats, some young people that I really like what they're saying. So I'm gonna be very picky and very choosy. Absolutely. And I'm supporting some, some Democrats and some Republicans and in, in outside of Georgia. So again, I have become very committed to this political party. Um, but here's the thing, if you use logic, I I had been invited to participate in in a a political conversation with spiritual people, new thought leaders, and there were some very prominent spiritual teachers there. And they were talking about coming up with a cohesive platform for those of us who are new thought, who are spiritual, to get behind. And when I began to share my opinion, and, and it was specifically about Donald Trump, I basically was shut down pretty quickly. So I I decided to step away from that particular um, uh, group. And what became really clear for me was a commitment to support Joe Biden because of how the hatred towards Donald Trump. What I realized is that Einstein gave us an incredible, incredible quote that if we just say it and don't use it, we're fools. And that quote is, you cannot solve a problem with the same mind that created it.
1: Absolutely. And that
0: means that to put Joe Biden, who's been in politics for 40 freaking years.
1: And done nothing. Has,
0: and, well, yes, he's done a lot actually. He's done a lot of things that have gotten us into the mess that we're in. Well, that's he, true, but you know it, what I mean. Yeah, no, I know, but we need, to, we need to, to say it the way so people can understand it. There's a lot of things that have been done that are not good for the country that are not good for the planet, that he has participated in. So for me, to vote for something, for an old mind that created the problem that is insanity. Insanity, that's one of the beautiful things I've learned from The Course in Miracles. You don't keep repeating what was insane. You can't get out of that mess.
1: Exactly. So
0: for me, As much as Donald Trump in his personal side, his personal life, whatever unsavory things, like I said, I don't even wanna have that conversation anymore because just like me, he's a human, he's made mistakes and I will oversee that. But one thing that Donald Trump has not done, he has not taken this country into war. He is the first president of the last six presidents that we have not started one war. Not one war has been started under his name. If anything, he's pulling us out of wars.
1: Yes, I
0: Trump Has done more to end pa- pedophilia. One of the things that we're going to discover that these old political systems that are very entrenched are extremely and and completely corrupt because of the the system of, of blackmailing that takes place in there. People don't understand that mm-hmm. when that stuff comes out. <clears throat> people's worlds. So I am not going to vote for a party to give me more of the same problem that got us Donald Trump. Donald Trump hasn't had no interest in running for office, but things got so bad, the politicians fucked it up so bad that Trump had to come in and clean it up. Yep. For that, right. I am eternally grateful to that man and I will absolutely support him. I don't know that we might even need to support him. I have a feeling that there's something coming down the pike that is actually going to shift things, that it, things may actually turn out to be more different than what we think. I think there's some big surprises coming down. Right. And one of the things that I am super, super, super grateful, I know I say one of the things a lot, <laughs> but I am eternally grateful For having you to have this conversation with people like Crystal, like Terry, like Rose and Isabel, um, that are open minded, that are willing to hear another way. Because if we are not willing to be open to other ways, we will get stuck defending one side. And if you're on one side only, you might be on the wrong side of history. And that's okay. That's okay. But thank you for your willingness to be curious and open and having these dialogues with me my friend.
1: Oh, it's my honor. I I love this. And I wanted to say something more about this actually because uh I, I I agree with everything you've said. I've looked at Trump's record and I have looked at the things that he has accomplished and the and the jobs he's created, the economy he's created, the you're right, this this idea that he hasn't gone into any wars and has actually tried to to drop them. I am so in spite of the fact that he does have character flaws, just like every other one of us, like I me, 100% behind him on this upcoming election. So much so, and, and as I said before, I've never been politically active, but I decided to write him a personal letter to offer my support. Because I just, I, I cannot imagine continuing this without putting a stake in the ground and actually stepping up and into the truth of who i believe i really am and the kind of the kind of truth that i want other people to experience for themselves so that's my plan i am i've i've already written the letter i've read through it many times just to make sure that it says exactly what i want to say and i'm going to put it in the mail and i'm going to send it to him
0: i love that idea i may have to borrow that so let's go ahead and wrap it up yeah. so speak to speak to the audience and share share one One message that you would like to leave people with.
1: All right. Well, my message to you who are listening to this right now is I, first of all, I love you. I don't know you personally, but I love you. Why do I love you? Because I know what an amazing divine, magnificent, spiritual, unlimited being of light and love you are. I know this about you. You may not fully know it yet, but I know it. And I know that Lina knows that, too. We are all that kind of spiritual, beautiful energy. So whether you agree with me or not, that is perfectly okay. You're entitled to whatever you want to believe in. My only request is that you connect in with that truth of who you are, the ultimate deepest truth of who you are, and let that inform your decisions and your actions going forward. That's my invitation and my my closing.
0: Oh, I love that. I love that. I'm going to read what Isabel wrote. Um, it, Isabel, this was beautiful. You said that you think that we are all part of, of this system and have created it in one way or another. If we were to consider every lifetime we've ever experienced, then what we see today is a repercussion of the individual energies picked up and carried along over and over. Yeah, lifetime after lifetime. Um, and it's part of the collective. Yes, self-responsibility will be that. And yes, totally, we need to create a shift and everybody needs to do their part. Um, So my message to you to echo what David so eloquently said, yes, you are a magnificent child of God. David and I know because we have come to know the truth of, of everybody that you are truly magnificent and absolutely loving and beautiful and wonderful and deserve nothing but happiness. And you deserve the opportunity to express your God given talents and they're unique to you. And if we don't get to enjoy those then the whole world will miss because of that. So I hope that um, you recognize that and you will unleash the magnificence that is inside of you. And on, on the more worldly level, I wanna say to you that if you have not looked If you're one of these people who has this negative opinion of Donald Trump I want to invite you to consider that Donald Trump is an opportunity for you to do some healing anybody who cannot stand another person has something inside of them that they don't like about themselves Uh, now this is a fact this is just a fact of spirituality it's a fact of psychology it's just a fact of becoming self-aware so If you can find it in your heart to give yourself permission to be open-minded, you may very well discover that a lot of healing can come your way if you're willing, be willing to open your mind and read and study and research what he is doing. Because America right now is in a very precarious position. And those of us who have opened up our heart are in a position to help, but we really need more people like you. That if you have some pain in your heart, if you are mad at Trump for something, your personal healing will be discovered by your paying attention to what he has to say. That is something that the mainstream media, the the the, the powers that be, that that um what I was saying earlier, that unholy alliance. Um, they don't want us to know, because if you find your power, if you heal uh, what is what, what is within you that is is unsettled, you're going to want to have the very best for you, your children and your grandchildren. Right. And America needs people who are not selfish anymore. Right. And to not be selfish means that you're willing, really, truly willing to do something that is for the greater good of all.
1: Great. I know
0: you can do it. Yeah. Thank you so much, David. So exciting.
1: Uh, before, you, before you close it out, I just want to remind folks that we, our plan is to do these the second and fourth Friday of every month. So our next conversation will be on Friday, July 24th at 2 p.m. Eastern time, 11 a.m. Pacific time. I hope to see you then. David McLeod, I love you.
0: And I hope to see you then too. I am Lina Orlando and I love you too. Talk to you all later. Bye-bye.
1: Bye.